Coming up today, we talk fishing with someone who loves to talk fishing. Dick Beardsley of Dick Beardsley Guide Service is next. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Well, checking in today with Dick Beardsley. Timing's perfect. Just got off the water guiding some folks. Uh, well, as always, Dick, thanks for taking some time and joining us today. Hey, thanks, Kevin. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. And Dick, can you believe it? We're uh, we're almost to September. My gosh, this summer's gone by quick. <laughs> it most certainly has, even though a lot of the things we're used to having happen in the summer didn't. Uh, a lot of people thought it would drag, but no, all of a sudden it's almost school time again. Yeah, just crazy. You know, the the older I get, the quicker the times go by, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. Well, you just got off the water. Uh, where were you at? What were you fishing for, and how did it go? Well, it went, it went really good. Actually, I was on a little lake... Uh, south of Bemidji with some folks that um, I had a, a granddad and his uh, 13-year-old grandson from um, Valley City, North Dakota, and they just they wanted to get out and catch some fish and have some action, so I took them to a little lake bass fishing, and, and uh, you know, I tell you, Kev, we were out for four hours. We, we didn't get, like, I mean, some days lately we've been getting 40, 50 fish in that period of time. We got about 35, but saying that, we got some toads. I mean, Kev, we had we got one that was twenty two and a half inches long for a wow. largemouth. That's a big fish. That is a big fish. Wow. Oh, just and we got a couple of twenties and some nineteens and and these fish they are on the feed, Kev. Their 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 guts, you know, their bellies were just bulging with what I presume was probably small sunfish. They like feeding on them, and uh, so no, we had a we had a really good time and. This little thirteen-year-old, that little that little guy could fish. Man, he could. He knew how to set the hook, and he knew how to uh, fight a fish. It was really fun having him and his grandpa in the boat. <laughs> and bass fishing is just so much fun. If people have never tried it, they really need to give it a shot. Oh my gosh, Kev! You know, I tell you, I, I, I'm so glad that I'm a multi-species fishing guy because I. For me, I don't care what's pulling on the end of my line as, as long as something is most of the time. But, you know, the bass fishing, and, and I know you've talked about it with some of the other guides and other area people into fishing, but the bass fishing we have in the Bemidji area is, is really off the charts. And, we, you know, we do all catch and release on them, take lots of pictures. And, and um, if you want to have good action, and especially when you get into that month of August when, you know, the walleye bite starts getting a little bit tougher and stuff, and the the waters at its warmest on warmest on area lakes, that's when those bass their metabolism is kicking in, and boy, they're they are really going strong, and it's it is just an absolute ball, no question about it. What have you been uh, throwing at the bass these days? You know, Kev, I tell you, I talk with some of the you know the guys that fish a lot of bass, and and I see them on some of the lakes I'm on. They like a lot of the guys like. 
you know, fishing up in that slop, the shallow water, using like heavier jigs or frog, you know, plastic frogs or spinner baits and buzzing them across the top of that thick stuff. But you know, with guide clients, it's you have to be pretty experienced to do that kind of stuff. So what I almost do all summer long when I take people on bass fishing camp is I usually get out on the on the deep side of that weed edge, and you'll catch all kinds of fish. And you know those fish. A lot of fish will be up in that shallow water slop and hiding underneath the lily pads and things like that. But a lot of those fish will be out on that deep water weed line also, especially as you get later into the late morning, into the afternoon. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, we do, you know me, I love jig fishing. Well, we jig fish, except instead of using minnows or a leech or something like that, like we would for walleyes, we'll, um, we use, you know, plastics like, uh, a dinger plastic worm, it's a kind of a short, stumpy-type plastic worm. Tube uh, jigs work really good. Texas rig plastic worms work good, and, and it's really a lot of fun. And, and uh, like I tell people, though, you know, with a bass, the way they inhale that bait, they kind of flare their gills and suck in all this water, and a lot of times you won't even feel that little tick or anything. But like I tell folks, watch your line. If you see that line start moving sideways, that's a fish and tighten her up and give her a good hook set. And so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun this summer and, and the bass fishing will continue to get, uh, really good. And the smallmouth bass fishing will get really good once we get into about mid September. And, uh, you can have a lot of, a lot of fun catching them too. Dick Beersley, my guest. We're talking fishing. It's Fishing Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. WG Area Fishing Guide Dick Beardsley, my guest today. And Dick, has it been primarily uh, bass fishing for you lately? No, I've been kind of doing a combination of bass, crappies, and uh, and walleyes. And the walleye bite now, like on Bemidji and Plantagenet and some of the other lakes in the area, it's uh, it's starting to to pick up a little bit. And and um, we've been getting most, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, we've been getting most of our fish on a jig and a fathead, and we've been working kind of the, the deep water weed lines and some of the mid-lake structures, but unless it's cloudy or windy, the, the fish out on the mid-lake stuff haven't been up on top. They've been more off to the, to the side of those areas. And, um, yeah, so, so that's picking up with a jig and minnow. And, and, you know, we the water temperature last week had cooled down into the, upper 60s on most lakes you know if you're out there by 7 30 or so in the morning but now we you know we had this little spell of some warmer weather so those temps are back up a little bit but as the water continues to cool as we get into september and even just having the shorter days you know the wildlife the fish they they know fall is coming and the walleye bite will will only get better and um so that so that's good in the crappies kev we've been on some area lakes you know we got some great crappie lakes in this area too, and we've been catching some, you know, 13, 14 and a half inch crappies that, you know, are just a ball to catch. They're, and they're probably one of my favorite fish to fish for. They're such a beautiful fish, and, and there's something about, you know, they don't like funk it like a walleye or a pike. You know, they kind of just give you that pull, and you just kind of pull gently back. And, and, uh, for those we've been using, just real small, small jigs, like one thirty-second ounce jig with a small split shot, about eight inches up, 
and then some kind of a, of a plastic trailer, and we've been basically just slow reeling through the cabbage and on the edge of the cabbage, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, we all those bigger fish, like in my boat I have a, a little deal where any crappies 12 inches or over, they're going back, and um, those smaller ones are better eaten anyhow, and it's, it's good to keep those genetics back in the lake, but they are just a ball to catch. So I'm telling you, Kev, uh, the fishing has been good, and, and let me mention one other thing about the crappies. They're, they're kind of like nomads. They, you know, you'll be in a spot one day and they're gone the next, so don't get discouraged if you caught them a couple of days ago in one spot and then you have to find them again a few days later. But it won't be long. Once we get to about mid-September, once the lakes turn over, those crappies, you know, you might find a few of them up in the cabbage yet, but a lot of those crappies start heading out for those deep water basins, getting ready for the winter time, and so you'll have to move out into deeper water, and then uh, a lot of times you'll find those fish suspended, and let's say you're out in a 40-foot hole, and they might be at 30 feet. Now, the, the, the problem with that, though, is that when you start pulling those crappies up out of, uh, you know, that 30-foot water, um, if you're out there and you're trying to catch 10 for your limit, you know, to have a fish fry, you catch 10, you you, you got to be done because you, you just can't go fishing for fun for them because when you pull them up, you know, their stomachs come up into their mouth and they won't go back down. So, you know, people need to be aware of that. But uh, it won't be long and those crappies will be transitioning out to those deeper basin areas on the on the lakes. Catch and release is fine, but certain times of the year the fish are not in a position where you can really do that safely. Exactly, Kev. And, um, you know, I've even, over the years, like sometimes we'll get some walleyes out in deep water and you want to let them go and you, you can't, you know, they just won't go down. And, you know, I've tried fizzing, and that's where you turn the walleye upside down and just above there where they go number two. You know, mm-hmm. you use a hypodermic needle, and but there's a lot of controversy about that, and and you can kind of deflate the bladder, and they'll go back down. But what I have found is, you know, those winter weights that you can buy that clip on your fishing line to see how deep the depth is, I've tried taking those and putting one on, you know, one of the pictal fins up top and a and a fin in the towards the tail, and it weights them down. And once they get back down there, all that that stuff that comes up into their mouth like their stomach, it, it'll go back. And, and then once they knock against something on the bottom of the lake or hit up against some grass or some rocks, it'll knock those little weights right off. But, you know, there's good and bad in that, too. You're saving the walleye, but then you're putting a hunk of lead in the bottom of the lake, too. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if, if people are careful and, and know that some of those deep water fish you're going to have to keep, uh, then that's what you got to do. Um, and, and we're not, uh, obviously in what I would call the dog days anymore, but we're certainly not in that, uh, fall bite yet. So we're kind of just ramping up to that, uh, that busy, busy fall. Exactly. You know, we're kind of getting towards that transition period. And, you know, usually, Kev, once we get to about mid-September, and a lot of that depends on the weather. Now, you know, next week we're supposed to have highs only in the low to mid-60s and lows in the 40s, so that water temperature is going to start to drop. But usually around mid-September, those lakes will will turn over, and and then that water kind of, the cold water mixes up with the warm water on the surface. And then those walleyes, 
you know, the thermocline on some of the area lakes is gone, and then those fish can move up and down the water column. You'll get a usually a day or two, maybe three days, where the water's kind of turbid looking because of the mix-up. But once that clears up and stuff, and then that's when the the fall walleye bite, any kind of fishing bite, to be honest with you, really starts heating up. And it'll be good, you know, right through ice up. And then once you can get on the ice, the walleye season, you know, the walleye fishing early ice season is awful good, too. I can't believe we're August. We're talking <laughs> ice fishing now. <laughs> I know. We'll get that thought out of our head. There's a time for ice fishing, but not when there's such great softwater fishing still to come. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining me today. My guest is Bemidji Area Guide Dick Beardsley of Dick Beardsley's Guide Service. The fall bite is incredible. And, you know, you, you've talked to me. You've told me your story growing up, uh, being into the, all the outdoor stuff. Do you do much hunting, or are you pretty much into fishing all the time now? Yeah, it's pretty much all fishing now, Kev. I used to, I was just telling the, the, the grandson that was out in the boat with me today and the, and his grandpa, you know, growing up, man, get to the fall and it was all about hunting and trapping and things like that. And yeah, I don't, I don't hunt much anymore and I don't trap anymore. And so now I just go out and hunt for fish and, um, and I'll be out there. I mean, there's most of the time in the fall, I'll have to, um, Many times I'll be breaking a little thin ice at the boat access just to get out on the main open water. But, boy, it can be chilly and, and downright nasty out there, but the fishing can really be something, too. It, it is really the – a lot of people say the absolute best time to go fishing. I kind of like the whole package. I like that June bite when the weather's just perfect yep. and they're biting and it's busy. Uh, so I like the combo platter. But, yeah, if I'm, if I'm layered up enough, uh, fall fishing can be really, really fun. Oh, it can be, and you know the, you know if you're out there in like you know mid September. I mean, some of the leaves are starting to change already on some of the trees. But you get out there in mid September into that first week of October, and the leaves are changing color, and you know the the lakes are pretty much empty. And even a lot of the local guys that like to fish a lot, you know, a lot of the guys and gals are into hunting, so they're they're gearing up, you know, bear hunting or bull hunting for deer or whatever the grouse season things like that. And you can virtually have the the lakes to yourself out there and um you know you in some days you get those beautiful indian summer type days and it's just glorious to be on the water i'm going to be interested to see what this fall is going to bring as far as uh number of people on the water we have no high school football we have no college football there are some high school sports going but there's a lot of athletes and a lot of students whose activities they're going to have to either wait till that uh, that mid that mid spring season, or they're not going to have, and uh, they'll be looking for something to do. We've had an, an an incredible number of anglers out this year. I wonder if that's going to continue into the fall this year. You know what, Kev? I, you're right. There, I've, I've definitely seen more folks, especially you know in June and July and the first part of August, um, of moms, dads, kids out there fishing, and it's and it's been great. And I think that could definitely follow into the um, into the fall season. And but I, you know, it might be a great opportunity for kids that uh, have never been out grouse hunting or duck hunting or or you know deer hunting things like that. They're going to have more time to be able to get out and enjoy, whether it be fishing or hunting. You can do a combination each day. I uh, I think you know this pandemic has been a terrible thing, but I think on the bright side of things is that it's exposing 
not only young people, but even some older people uh, to the great outdoors and the, all the outdoor opportunities we have here in the Bemidji area, whether it be fishing, hunting, hiking, collecting edibles, things like that. I mean, we, we live in such a blessed area of the United States and here in Minnesota that the outdoor opportunities are virtually countless. They really, really are, and I know. Uh, yeah, we 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 touched on ice fishing. We really did not have much of an ice fishing season last year. I know there's some people that absolutely love that. They love it more than they love soft water fishing. So I know they're hoping that uh, we we have something a little friendlier to their their ice fishing love this year. Boy, isn't that the truth, Jeff? You know, I put some wheelhouses out on Lake Bemidji first for walleyes, and then I put them uh, out for the perch bite later on when the walleye bite slows. But, you know, we had ice early last year, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then, you know what happened, all that snow came, and then all the slush underneath it. I never got my wheelhouses out on the Lake Bemidji until the first week of February last year, and, and I was one of the first ones to have mine out there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a tough winter, but, you know, hopefully this winter we'll get some good ice and uh and a lot of it before we start getting too much of the uh, real heavy snow on top of it. Well, if we're going to go out fishing uh, later this week or this weekend, uh, what should we be fishing for? What should we bring along with us? Well, I tell you, this is the time of year now when, you know, it, it's a good opportunity to get out there and, and try a few different things. I mean, like I said earlier, Kev, the bass fishing is excellent. That will remain that way. The crappie bite, as of right now, is going really good. Same with the bluegills. The walleye bite is picking up. And it seems like the pike are always biting. And if you want to have some good pike action, and they're starting to put on the feed bag now, too. And, uh, like, you get out here on Lake Bemidji, and you pull a jig in a minnow along that 12, 14-foot weed edge or a live bait rig with a medium to large-sized sucker minnow, and you'll catch some big pike, not only on Lake Bemidji, but on a lot of the lakes. So I tell you, Kev, it's, it's a great time to get out there and try a little bit of everything and, um, you know, bring the whole kitten caboodle with you when you go out in the lake because if if one species the bite is a little bit slow more than likely you can get some other uh, type of fishing in and have some good action all right uh boy uh it's it's going to be again an interesting fall i'm I'm really curious to see the numbers of people out uh fishing i think we're also going to see an increase in hunting definitely what about you Are, are you guiding all the way up until the uh Ice is, is in and then uh, and go right into ice fishing uh, with houses, or do you just take some time off? No, the only time off I get, I have, Kev, is that little bit of transition time you have between when it's just too gosh dang cold to get out and, and maybe the, the accesses have too much ice, but the main lakes are still open up. Um, then I get a little bit of a breather time, and that's usually when I get the fish houses all ready and the ice fishing gear ready to go but um yeah no I, I in fact i've got a a busy schedule in september for guiding and, and october is starting to get busy too so um that's a good thing but yeah no i uh and when it when you get on some of those cold days i usually bring the mr buddy heater out in the boat with me obviously in an open boat it's not going to keep you warm but at least you can warm up your hands a little bit because uh, when they get cold it makes fishing pretty tough but no we'll uh We'll be going at it right up until we can't get the boat in the lake anymore. So do you have some spots available if somebody wants to get something set up? Yeah, September is getting pretty busy, but um, I've got some openings in October. And I know October can be a little bit chilly, but, boy, it can be awful good fishing, too. And So, yeah, just have them give me a call at 
556-7172, or you can email me at dick at dickbeardsley.com, or you can check out the, my Facebook page, Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service, or you can uh, look at the webpage, it's uh, dickbeardsleyfishingguide.com. All right, Dick Beardsley, a good friend of the show, love having him on. Uh, enjoying his time on the water, as as I think a lot of people are this year. Dick, thanks for a few minutes today, and good luck next time you're out on the water. Hey, Kev, thanks, and everybody have a great day on the water.